from the studios of all things comedy, high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, various religions, water slides, and very special guest, Troy Conrad. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. You are listening to <laughs> Long Shot. We are back. It is a podcast. That was so startling. And also, that's what you say at the middle. I know, I know. I figured I, I'd switch it up. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. 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 Ah. Is your job done now? You know, I had a meeting this morning. Are uh, you kidding no, me? No, I'm not kidding. You had your, like, it's a wrap yeah. party like two months ago. Like a month ago. ago. Yeah. Um, but there's what? one script that's still giving us problems, and it's hilarious to me because we've written over 50 versions of the script at this point. Over 50. Yes. Um, and, you know, one of the knocks on our show, one of the many knocks on our show is, I just remember reading a comment on the internet where somebody said- You gotta stop doing that. I think they just gave the writers meth and let them smoke it and write whatever <laughs> they want, man. And it's like- Okay, well, you know, try writing the same script over 50 times. Um, Who keeps complaining? The network. Mm. The network has issues. Um, and I don't I don't disagree with some of their stuff, but at a certain point, it's like, you guys approve this. We have a production schedule to keep to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting paid anymore, you know? So I'm sitting in on these meetings, That's- and I'm just like... Given my two cents, just out of the kindness You're of my heart. You're literally giving your two cents. Well, it's more than two cents because I get paid more than that per hour. Or so, um, but it's 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 Let's a little frustrating. Get into the details. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you could announce the podcast. Sorry, I just wanted to see how you were doing. I could announce the podcast. Like, we kind of skipped over. Oh, oh. <laughs> the, the introduction. Yeah. Why? Hey, it's it's here. Amber Kenny is here. Hi. <laughs> and Jamie Flam is here. I'm here. Excited. Um, the whole crew back together again. After do we decide it was in a month? Just like the good old Six days. Weeks? Everything is two months. God, it's just like the good old days. <laughs> All of us Paradise. wearing our leather jackets, <laughs> our white sunglasses. <laughs> yes, we did. Jamie and I both wore white sunglasses today. Mine have a black trim. I have brown sunglasses. Um. It's a little bit of a lull that the podcast just hit. (laughs) And we're back! (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't as shocking that time. No. The first one was like, knock you on your boots. What? I, um, I, 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 here's my, here's my, here's my checking in today. And there's like two, there's a bunch of parts to it. I feel like I should be able to manage my various computer devices in such a way that I can take my phone with me when I say go out for a stroll and listen to whatever I want to listen to. That's fair. And yet I cannot. And yet I find it incredibly difficult to do that. Just syncing your songs to your iPhone. Yes. But not all my music will fit on my iPhone. Sure. Mm. So it means having to move things back and forth and delete things. And I just... 
I literally cannot figure out how to do it. There's That's the one thing I can way. do. Today, I was trying to actually listen to the podcast that you guys did together. No need. Just because I wanted to come in with some <laughs> <Vitriol>. arguments <laughs> to pick. Uh, and I could not get it to load on my phone. My phone was connected to my computer. I don't know what was going on. But I just think in 2015, to not be able to say I want these 50 songs on my iPhone is ridiculous. I have the same issue with photos. where I Oh, can, yeah. It's like it just, but just, it's over. Photos are done. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? The what concept of photos? Just, yeah, People I'm never going to have access to the photos I want. It's fine. It's oh, you're done totally with photos. Fine. It's over. Well, you've been reading that book that we talked about, The Life-Changing Magic of, ta- of Tidying of Up. Tidying Up, where she says... The purpose of the photograph is over at the moment it is taken. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to keep... That makes no sense to me. (laughs) She didn't know about Instagram, maybe. Um, But what I was going to say is, do you have the podcast app? Yes. Because you could... Well, we could talk about it later, but you could download any podcast right onto your phone. It doesn't have to go through iTunes. Yes. No, I I can do that. Okay. I think. Okay. I'm not (laughs) sure... (laughs) But I believe that to be the case. Uh, but anyway, it was very frustrating to me. And I, and I every once in a while, I try to switch up the music that's on my phone because right. I have not a vast music library, but I have some music on my computer. And it has downloaded however X many songs out of however X plus Y many songs I have. And those same X many songs have remained on my iPhone. So every time I go out for a walk, I hear the same 200 songs or whatever. That's a long you know, walk. Which, yes. I mean, I, I, I'm doing the Appalachian Trail. I'm doing the Pacific <laughs> Crest Trail. Yeah, but I'm out of up. music Wild at this point. was based on you. No, but I say 200, but it's really probably more like 15. And it starts with the same right. ones, even when it's like random play for whatever reason. Random is infuriating. Well, because, because never... I think it knows it which ones to get are the used most to, popular. Yeah, yeah. Be- it like, but it's like makes its self- own choice yeah. of fucking bullshit is what I say that is. What are uh, your most popular ones that come up a lot? Oh, I, you know, I have a bunch of like, I have a bunch of Ennio Morricone songs on there, uh, like soundtracks. But what's funny is some of them are like. Um, what was the Clint Eastwood movie where he played a, a, a Secret Service agent who was involved in an assassination attempt? Fistful of Dollars. Oh, is that the um, good guess? Manchurian Excellent guess. Candidate? No, no, that was Frank Sinatra. Yes, uh, Manchurian Candidate. Whatever the case, <laughs> it's like a cheesy synth-oriented. It's not like good soundtrack music. It's terrible. Why do you have it? I can't get it off. <laughs> Why did you have in the first place? Because I downloaded a bunch of his music right. all at once. And it just said, the, the the phone just said, you know what? I think we'll put this shitty song on there and leave this other stuff off. Um, I have a lot personal. of, uh, I have a lot of, um, what else do I have? Oh, I have a lot of Midsummer Evenings with the Captain music, which is music like that is specifically novels? referenced in the Aubrey Matron novels. It's like classical music that you would have never heard of. Uh, which I enjoy when I'm out walking. But there's times you might want to get more revved up. Sure. I, I have, uh, uh, what was that Tupac movie where he gets killed at the end? All Eyes on Me. No. Poetic Justice. Fistful of Dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Great yeah. guess, Jamie. Great it guess. the reboot. No, there was that. It was the first movie he did, Juice. I have the uh, soundtrack to Juice on there. Like Eric Van Rakim. Um, Whatever. The Lone Bellow, which is a very, uh, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> 
I have almost no music on my phone. You just have podcasts? I don't have anything. Photos? I don't have room for anything. Yeah, I... You have so many contacts that you can't I put anything else on? Beyonce's album, not the most recent one, the one before that. And I think I have, Fistful like... of dollars. And I think I have, like, a couple just random songs mm-hmm. for it's some all about reason. Playlists, guys. But you got I, a particular playlist. But I listen to music on my computer at work or CDs in the car. Like, I don't listen so to... So I music. should just bring my computer with me when I go out for a walk. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with you, Sean. <laughs> I'm saying what what I do. I don't listen to But music how does what you do relate to what I do? We're not talking about you for a second. We'll see. Um, anyway, that's my <laughs> that's part of my check in. Mind, in. Enrico Morricone music just started playing. Never mind. Enrico? Rico? Wrong Morricone. Morricone. Um, <clears throat> no, and here's up. here's another thing that I wanted to mention, which is how do you get music? How do you get new music? iTunes. I spend money, which everyone's like, why would you spend no, money? No, but I think he, like how you discover new music. Yeah, but I, I think that's what you're talking about, right? Well, like, that's part of, I I actually research. I love music, and I'm mm-hmm. always finding it. But I, I love music, too. Well, for me, I, don't. I like indie music, but like Pitchfork. Mm-hmm. Basically, every December, Pitchfork puts out best 100 albums of the year, best um, like 100 singles. But by then, it's a new year, so you're behind I'm, the I'm times. definitely behind the times, mm-hmm. but... Um, I'll start downloading from that based on, and they'll put samples. That's for new music, and then other stuff I'll just research. I listen to KCRW, mm-hmm. and it has music, and it tends to have, I won't like everything, but I will sometimes really like something, and it'll be before it hits. And yeah, it makes me I agree. feel like. I hear stuff cool. on KCRW in the morning all the time, and I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I like that. I never remember the names no. of the artists or the name of the songs. I don't. It Music used to blocks. be, I used to have a subscription. This goes back when you had magazine subscriptions. Mm-hmm. I had a subscription to Rolling Stone, let's say circa 1963. <laughs> and every week, Rolling Stone had reviews of maybe 10, 12, 15 albums, and they would give a certain number of stars I to think every they album. Still do that. They may. I don't have a subscription to them gotcha. anymore. And every week I would look in the back of Rolling Stone and I'd be like, oh, this looks like something I might like. This looks like something I might like. And I would buy an album or two albums. I haven't done that in 20 years. Those, those resources are available. And you could just Rolling Stone, Spin, Pitchfork, Amoeba. Blogs. And Spotify is good too. Mm-hmm. I, just I don't understand it. Spotify. I didn't either, but I, I know that I can see my friends' playlists. Or Pandora. Find playlists. I do listen to Pandora all the time, but it's the same problem where same I have songs. certain stations yeah. and if I put that and it station turns on. Into the, all the other stations, kind of. And it's, yeah, it's like, oh, you like that song? I'll play that song again. Mm-hmm. I'll play that song again. Yeah, it's a lot of repeats. That's the only song I'm going to play. Um, so, yeah. So that's another thing that I'm trying to figure out. And here's the last part of this whole thing is I was just thinking today how nice it would be. And again, I haven't done this in I don't know how long. How nice it would be to just put on an album and listen to an album. Like a Bruce Springsteen album, you know? Like just just pop Nebraska onto my phone and listen to the whole thing all the way through. I started playing records, LPs again. uh, That's what I decided I have to start doing. It helps it, because it's the, the art of the album is gone. When I grew up, it was like discovering the Beatles and Led Zeppelin and all the classic rock stuff. But when I grew up, I discovered the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's a lost art. I listen to random all day on my iPod. Yeah. It's just song, song. Right. And again, the computer is training itself to play the same twenty-five songs over and over again. So stop training yourself. Um, 
yeah, I think I have to get a record player and start listening to vinyl because then you can just put it on. It stays on till it's over. Then you flip it over in case people don't know how vinyl works. Um, or I could get one of those wax cylinder things that plays, you know, music. Or CDs. Yeah. Still music a thing. box. Mm. Band. Get a band to come play over. Yeah. piano. You too. Will you come over to my apartment and play uh, Just one Rattle and Hum, please? Was Rattle and Hum an album? It, it was. was a live album. Yeah. It was from the movie. Uh, all right. So that's my checking in. I'm very frustrated by music today. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go next to Amber. Sure. I uh, Friday night, I got, I had the pleasure of seeing uh, my good friend Abby in a musical. I know Abby. I know you know Abby. Um. And it's exciting because she's in a she's a brilliant singer and a brilliant actor, and she was focusing so hard on her film career that theater and singing sort of fell to the wayside a little bit. Just there isn't enough time in the day. I know how that is. And it's just nice to see her singing because mm-hmm. it's I really feel like it's what she was put on this earth to do. And um, it was this musical, The Assistants part of the Fringe Festival. So I have a couple, I have a few things to say about it. One, because it was- The musical was called The Assistants? Uh Mm Uh-huh. Because it was a part of the Fringe Festival, which is a theater festival that happens and show, 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 show. Show, 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 show. Their show started at 11.30 p.m. Mm Mm-hmm. That's late, I gotta say. Sure. SNL starts at 11.30. Yeah. Mr. Pickles, Mr. Pickles starts at 11.30 sometimes. <laughs> but you're at home Some in your PJs on a couch. Some editions of start at 11.30. <laughs> uh, and it was really good, but it was also weird because it's about people who are people's assistants in Los Angeles. Um, and it's weird to see a musical about your actual job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't happen every day unless... It's like when I saw Guys and Dolls. <laughs> right. And I'm a gambler. Right. And so it was too late for you. It was late. Well, and it started. It what? It didn't. Well, start. it was Friday night too. So you've been working all day, working exactly. all week. All week. It was a long. For the man. It was a long, busy week to begin with, and then somehow I, I think I hate when I do this. This is why I need an assistant. Mm-hmm. But I just like changed the time of something in my head. I think like wishful thinking. So all day long I was like, like daylight savings. The show's at eleven. I just convinced myself mm-hmm. the show's at eleven, and I. Um, I w- went to work all day. I went home and I like laid down for a second. Juju jaja. What a, what a spoiled what princess. Is that? I don't speak French. What does that mean? <laughs> Just fancy. Oh, okay. Uh, and I went to my friend Tamara's show and left early to make it. I know Tamara. I know you do. Um, to the assistants at 11 and I had like the perfect amount of energy. And then I get to the box office and I'm like, I'm here for the 11 o'clock musical. And they're like, it's 1130. And I was like, God damn it. Like, Where were you? Um, it was at like Formosa. And <clears throat> so it was just a theater. There wasn't just, something you could do there. Correct. And it's actually. That's the worst. There's nothing around. Read through flyers for upcoming shows. Right. Well, she so was teaching acting but it was, classes. But it was there. exactly <laughs> that I knew that I had the exact right energy level that I wouldn't fall asleep. But like thirty minutes of downtime mm-hmm. wasn't going to be great for that. Right. Nope. Um, and then it started even later than that because the shows are back to back to back. So the other show had to clear Strike. out, and then they strike the set. Right. And because they knew that the eleven thirty was the last show of the night, they were a little bit 
less like gotta go gotta go gotta go Mm because there was no other show after them so it probably started closer to midnight the show itself so that was almost an hour you had to kill yeah 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 and i i mean i knew a couple people there so i got to talk to them and that was nice but Mm -hmm. that like hurry up and wait and like i want to enjoy this but i also want to go to bed (laughs) how long was the show like an hour and a half god Mm -hmm. that's long yeah I thought you were going to say it was like a half an hour. Right. But uh, I guess that doesn't work for musicals. Nicholas Nickleby used to be eight hours long when they did it on Broadway. Oof. Yeah. They had to have a dinner break in the middle. But it was, it was really good. Yeah. And uh, Abby was fantastic in it. And it was cool to see it. But yeah, that's a, it's late for a musical. Mm-hmm. I'm good with like at 8 p.m. It's early for a poetry slam. <laughs> <laughs> or for an SNL. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Stop it, both of you. (laughs) So late. (laughs) All right, that was my checking in. Your turn, Jamie. It's very, very late. (laughs) Usually you're doing stuff earlier. It's almost almost bedtime by then. By the way, I'm glad that we're recording earlier tonight. Also, I got a coffee table that I'm madly in love with, but I feel like I've been the most boring. That's your headline, baby. Girl in the world about apartment stuff. Where'd you get it? A used furniture store a block away from my apartment. We literally walked it home. Perfect. Oh, it's so it's so cute. You got some I hope you kept it on the leash. I'm sorry? Got some books on it or there are two books on the bottom. Coffee table books? Mm-hmm. But not on the top. No. A cactus on the top. Sure, sure. <laughs> Classic cactus on the coffee table. I'll show you pics. I mean I've never been prouder of anything in You're my never whole gonna life. be able to find those pics. <laughs> yes, I will. It's the only one I have on oh, my phone okay. right now. Uh, Jamie, what's going on with you? What oh. is the latest in the Jamie Flam world? Oh, so much, Sean. It's been <laughs> an whirlwind. insane whirlwind. I will this I, the most uh, recent event uh, would be I won a scholarship. What to uh, high school? Please say high school. <laughs> and I'm never going to finish that. Uh, to a, an event called Yes by Yes Yes. Oh, right. Have you heard of this? No, no, no! You in Palm Springs? In Palm Springs? Did you hook up with John Michael? Well, we'll get no, there. no. But I am um, basically um, it's at the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs, and mm-hmm. it's, this is the third year, and it's a bun- a meeting of you know positive minded people. I guess it was born out of people feeling they weren't getting what they needed out of South by Southwest, so they're like, let's meet up once a year at the Ace Hotel, and it'll be this creative space. And it's in the I, this year they changed the name to Yes and Yes Yes in the spirit of <laughs> improv. <laughs> Uh, I already hate it. <laughs> I know you already hate it. <laughs> and I guess the best way to describe the people are I would be kind of tech nerdy people, a lot of them from San Francisco that c- come down to – it was supposed to be an, a place where people can share ideas and pitch ideas that they have. Um, but For I, what? For anything. For products, for um, – I think mostly products. <laughs> and uh, but So like what business. kind of products were people pitching? Well, so I showed up on Saturday, and mm-hmm. I got Vanessa to go with me, which so we made a fun little trip. And we we, got, we didn't get to th- till four o'clock. Basically, it was a party. It was I didn't see anyone pitching anything. It was you get drink tickets. We went to the bar. We got margaritas. Within twenty minutes, we got the Spanglers booked to host their big prom night gala, which we were so. So excited it was about. really planned out in advance. Well, part of the thing is like this is an, an unconference. Mm-hmm. A, a term I've never heard before. And an unconference. It's actually an unterm. <laughs> <laughs> where there, nothing is planned. In fact, you could go on their app and you can set up any events you want. So we set up like a, a Van Jam variety show for 11-11 by the fire pit by the 
like the South Pool. Um, Why eleven eleven? Because it's hilarious. I get um, it. I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> Four ones in a row mm. with that little thing in the middle. Those two Killer. little dots. <laughs> that little thing. <laughs> uh, we got so many uh, likes on that event. Um, but so we, we had some drinks, and now we're like, oh shoot, we're gonna be. It's like a, it was a 2020 themed like prom night gala. Like, kind of steampunky was the kind of the vibe, I guess. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Right now? We don't know either. This whole time, we don't the know. The 2020, what is 2020 themed? Like the year 2020, like the future. Oh, but also, I like, it was themed after the oh, no, it's called news like, magazine. <laughs> Barbara <show>. Walters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Welcome to the high school prom. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. It was supposed to be, it was actually the Roaring Twenties. Like the the best of the 1920s with the future. That's like the kind of steampunk kind of aesthetic, whatever. So now we're back to the art motel. Did you know that before you went down there? We didn't nothing. So you didn't have a chance to prepare like a nothing. a costume or anything like that. We just rolled out. I didn't even really look at anything other than oh, it's a place where people have ideas and they share them. It's How so- did you get this thing in the first place? That's a good well, my, one of my friends, Chris, who I've mentioned before on the podcast, when I went to Santa Fe, New Mexico. And that's when you talk <clears throat> to trees. When I talk to trees. Um, and Chris was at the, building a pneumatic delivery system for the Children's Museum in Santa Fe. That's why I went to visit him, and then we hung out and did mushrooms and all that. Pneumatic <laughs> meaning like vacuum tubes? Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know that. I'm impressed by the fact that you I thought you said nomadic, and I was like, that's weird. But uh, to deliver what to the children's museum, or was it a a, a, a demo thing? Like, it was a demo in like in the main showroom. I see. I, guess. I have a couple more questions. Sure. Um, so scholarship, I feel like, is a weird <laughs> that was word the word they choice. Basically, you could just say like, "Hey, come for free." Well, Chris was building another pneumatic delivery system. Sure. Of, to deliver shots of whiskey what? <laughs> at the prom. So so Chris is a bit of a hipster, I take it. I, well, I wouldn't say he's a Pneumatic hipster. tubes are totally a hipster type thing. No, well. It's like, oh, this is technology that went out of date in the 1970s. Let's bring it back. I don't, I don't know. I like to. But I, but it, I mean, it is in that realm, I guess. I don't know. So, But he he sent me a link a few weeks ago and was like, hey, check this out. I'm going to this thing. It seems up your alley. And then I there was like, I I can't afford that right now. But then there was well, like, apply for a scholarship, like 300 bucks or something. Mm. And so I sent him an email like, hey, I want to go, but I have no money. And then a week ago, they were like, you got a scholarship. I'm like, great. That's awesome. Congrats. And I said yes. I said yes to it. Because it because was that's yes, the yes, spirit yes, of this yes, whole thing. Yes, 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 so yes. did Vanessa get a scholarship as well? No, and I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but we finagled some stuff to get her. So how dare you say that on the air? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never um, be president now. Jamie Flam finagling scholarships <laughs> to the yes and yes yes conference. I think ultimately she brought a lot to the conference. So. To the steampunk 2020 high school prom themed unconference. But you didn't see John Michael. I tried to connect you guys. No, I, I saw an email that I didn't see until yesterday. Oh, I did pass the movie colony hotel from when we. He doesn't. Not I know. Um, I'm going there this weekend. Palm Springs so hot, but so great. We're probably going to go to a water park, which is I feel conflicted about during this drought, but John Michael and I have been talking about going to that water park for 10 years now, I think. It's time. Time to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, so what happened? What happened? So now we're back to the motel, searching my car. I have a bunch of like stuff that I've been meaning to take to like uh, donate clothes forever. So like costumes, costumes. I happen to have like these suit jackets. So we we you know jimmied some stuff together. And um, now we're excited. We're like, would you say up. you van jimmied some stuff together? I would say we van jimmy. That's good. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> good for you. So then um, we're now rehearsing. What's going? What the Spangler's going to do? Um, we finally get back there. We're supposed to have a rehearsal with a sea shanty band, from what we've been told, who's the house band. And now, not in the spirit of yes, yes, and yes, apparently they're like, we, we never even planned to have like some people host this thing. We, they can't host it. We don't know who they are. Oh, because you're taking the a girl, leadership role. It's supposed to be an organic thing that creates itself. I don't know. But the girl who invited us, she was like the prom committee person. She was like, yeah, of course. Why don't you guys just host our thing? But then people kind of above her were like, well, we're not really prepared to have these people host. That's a great position to put you guys in. Uh-huh. It was like, I, I, and Vanessa overheard them talking. And I just, if, I just went over. I was like, guys, it's all good. Like we don't we, care. Like, yeah, like it would have been fun, but like we, this is not a thing. Like we're a not, dream come true gig or something. With Vanessa, with it, who doesn't even have a scholarship, so we ended up dancing a lot. We ended up being the uh, pneumatic tube uh, hype man and woman, getting people over to take shots of whiskey that was sent through a tube. Instead of just handing it to them, yes, mm-hmm. they really liked it. This 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 crowd. It's impressive <laughs> for it to not spill at all. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see it. It's all pretty right. cool. I've got some pictures. Did so then th- then eleven people? eleven rolls around. Oh, the big show. The big show, and it ended up just being us sitting on a log in front of a fire and interviewing people with the microphones that we brought. The founders. We talked to the founders. Yes, and yes, yes. So then what happened? So then now we're getting to the good stuff. Were people watching you interview these people or was this just like a pneumatic tube like you were interviewing into a vacuum? <laughs> into a vacuum. But it was mm-hmm. be recorded for posterity. I see. So then we're drinking along like this whiskey. Those whiskey shots. Those whiskey shots. Coming from We're dancing the and we're sweating and it's hot. Next uh, thing uh, I know, I'm in a karaoke bus with this, this pack of people. sounds like a fucked up movie. It was insane. It was just a party. I don't know where, where the ideas were happening. And now I'm, I'm getting drunker in this karaoke thing. And next thing, this for me. And somebody's like, look, here's the idea for my product. <laughs> I don't have it. So then pool. And you know me in Palm Springs. I don't know what is in Palm Springs, but. You take off your shirt. I took my shirt off. And That's, I went in the pool. You need to take off your shirt more. I know. I was so happy in a pool. I'm always happy in a pool. And <laughs> stupid self-conscious bullshit. I said Yes. And uh, this is what I said. We, yes, and yes, yes. I said yes, and yes, yes. Yes, and yes, I will. Yes, she said yes. Mm-hmm. Got in this pool, and there's rafts. There's like you know fifty people, and there's one forty-five a.m. at night at this point. And that next thing I know, one, we're getting one forty-five a.m. in the night, <laughs> in the morning, like my, just when you're wrapping up your. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amber was asleep in a theater somewhere. <laughs> I wasn't asleep, not for a second. So I'm drunk, and all I remember now is um. Vanessa and I proselytizing Jesus Christ to everyone in the pool, like comedically, but I don't remember how or why. And we thought it was so funny. <laughs> so that's one thing that happened in the pool. Like a bunch of people and they're in rafts and we're like, I don't know. It was like, felt like we we're 11 swimming in a pool, not a bunch of 38 <laughs> and 30 year olds and 50 year olds. It was weird. And then uh, there's like a pretzel raft. Sure. What do you mean? mean, It's shaped like a pretzel, or is it? They're serving pretzels on it. What's going (laughs) on? Fair question. Um, Just the shape of the raft is Mm -hmm. is pretzel-like. 
So there's three holes, like a, like one of those kind of pretzels. Mm-hmm. And I'm in one. Three hole pretzels. Three hole pretzels. The, the classic knot. The classic knot. Classic pretzel knot. I'm in one, Vanessa's in another, and then some dude, I don't know, is just swimming us around the pool. What a weird scene that is. And I just remember just smiling, looking up at the stars, and like being dragged like around a pool. This is, what is this? It sounds really. It really sounds like the plot for <laughs> The Hangover 4. <laughs> I don't know. Did you meet any cool people? Then I woke up the next morning and Vanessa was missing. And that's when the hijinks really ensued. But, like, do you think anything will come of it? Or was it just, like, a fun party? I, I, Either way, it's a win-win. It was a win-win. Just... It's a win and win-win. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but remembering, too, like, um, and by the way, Friday night, I was at the Improv. Troy had set list, which is another amazing show. But remembering how I need to get away from the Improv sometimes. I need to get sure. away from that. And getting away and just experiencing new things and being out from that world, how, how you know, alive I feel when I'm doing that. Doing new things. Doing new things, saying yes, and mm. yes, yes. Pneumatic tubes. Pneumatic tubes. That's my Saturday night journey, folks. So where did they come from, the shots? You put them in a little <laughs> capsule. What do you mean where they come from? Amber is <laughs> physicalizing the pneumatic tube now as an arch, sort of, so that the... The whiskey shot would just go in a in an arch shape. Until I actually saw it, I was picturing like you put a shot glass. Uh-huh. It wasn't like a shot glass. Uh, it was little like capsules. Like a, a you had to open it. You could put anything. Yeah. Okay. That's not as impressive. When no, I <laughs> I picture it going into someone's mouth. When I was a kid, there was a pneumatic tube at the bank that we my mom used to go oh, to make sure. deposits the at. Drive-thru. So at the drive-thru, she would put all her stuff in this tube and then it would just disappear, and they'd be like, thank you. Um, so that's how I knew pneumatic tubes. They're the coolest. And there's movies where they do that sometimes, too. <laughs> emulating, yeah, no, you're right. Emulating yeah. the times yep. in an office. First. You're talking about the pneumatic tubes movies. Yes. <laughs> Classics. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break, so let's do that, and we'll be back in a moment with a very special guest. You're listening to The Long Shot. This is Matt Walsh. You're picking the right spot. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and good night. <laughs> Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. You Everything are listening is to it. Topsy-turvy. Um, <laughs> did you ever see that movie, Topsy Turvy? Mm. It's one of my favorite movies. It's about uh, Gilbert hats? and Sullivan. It's about Gilbert oh. and Sullivan writing a show together. And it's just a really cool examination of. The creative process. I'll have to check it out. And how they work together and so on and so forth. Sorry. I just got excited. Um, Pneumatic tubes? I may have already talked about this, (laughs) but have you seen uh, the chef's plate? Chef's? I didn't touch it. Oh, Why am I blanking? on Netflix? Yeah, it's so good. I'll look it up later. Okay. Oh, God. The plate of the chef. (laughs) No. It'll be my party shot. The plat du chef? It's so good about um, creative process. Folks, we have a very special guest with us. Uh, he is the creator of the show Setlist. He is very talented, very handsome, very funny, very strong, <laughs> very, very strong. observant. Very observant. Troy Conrad is here. Hi, good to be with you guys. Welcome. First of all, can I just say, uh, just based on, on your opening, I want to talk about water slides for one second. Sure. 
I mean, uh, I'm more a than fanatic for water slides. It's fun. Which is, in a lot of ways, is just like a pneumatic tube. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. I, human pneumatic tube. You're talking about probably going to Raging Waters, maybe? No, it's the one in Palm Springs. It's called, like, Wet and Wild or I something. I didn't even know they had one there. Okay. I've been to Wet and Wild. It's a different. It's a club over in the <laughs> Some sort of gentleman's club? Yeah. Wait, wait. Have you guys all been to a all water park? seafood buffet. I've been to a water park. I've been to the but ultimate all- water park. What? What's that? Schlitterbahn? Action Park in New Jersey. Really? Also known as Traction Park or Accident Park. Ooh, is that like the number one down. in the country? Well, it was shut down because it was so dangerous. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Water it was pretty parks have amazing. like a Wild West feel to yeah. them. Like there's rules, but there's no way to enforce they them. Had a, they had a slide. You can find video of it on, on the intertubes, uh, not to be confused with the pneumatic <laughs> The pneumatic tubes. Uh, they had a slide that was a loop-de-loop. No, yes. stuck in the yes. top. People no. were getting stuck oh in the top, God, and they couldn't get out. An oh, actual Jesus. nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> you're on your back. But I went for my birthday oh. once. <laughs> I went for my birthday once, so and good. I never like just everything you went on. You, you there was no way to get off it without at least one or two bruises. <laughs> like you would, you know, you wow. would slip and hit your head on the way down something, or jump off a cliff and like scrape yourself on rocks <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I, I couldn't walk for three days. I went with three other guys, and on the way home, I just remember I was driving. <laughs> my birthday, I'm driving, yeah. and on the way home, they're all just passed out from exhaustion yeah. and being beaten oh, by this park. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. I think it just reopened this summer. Um, but no, I know now there's these parks where they have these slides that are like hundreds and hundreds of feet high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're amazing. There's now they're, it's a big thing now all over the world. And there, there's one in like Peru where they built it on a mountain, and oh. so it just goes forever. Like it takes. It's, maybe it's actually like it's an hour. Beautiful. Machu Picchu. Yeah, half an hour. <laughs> Machu Picchu. Water slide down. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh God! By the way, I wouldn't even be upset. If, I wouldn't say, "Oh, somebody ruined it." I'd say, "Oh no, they that made was it better." Actually, finally, <laughs> that was a yes and yes yes. That was actually the Celestine prophecy. Is that true? So one day there With, would be a, a water slide on Machu Picchu. Is that what it was? It's a spoiler alert. <laughs> I know. I'm not at the end yet. So how often do you go to water parks, Troy? Okay. Well, I, I would have to say in shame, I haven't been now in two, year, uh, two years ago was the last time I went. But I was going every year. I could, I'd buy a season pass, discounted season pass to Raging Water, mm-hmm. San Dimas. And here's the deal. I feel like it's so fun that you don't know you're getting all this exercise during a day. Mm-hmm. I'm going upstairs just nonstop. I try to go on an off day, no lines. Amazing amount of cardio and exercise built into this day. And all you're doing is going down water slides, going, oh, my God, I'm going down a water. It's amazing. Right. Best thing you can do. Do you I, the Lazy River at all? No, I don't enjoy the Lazy River because the Lazy River doesn't have any action <laughs> to it. Right. Give me the rushing river. Yeah. <laughs> That's or the I'm... Russian River, which Jamie goes to once in a while. I used to take my oh, kids to a water park every year. I think I've told this yeah. story before. Every time you see my kids, um, I, he, he I, I used to teach kids. junior high school. <laughs> and at the end of the year, every year, that was our big trip is I, we would all go to a water park. It seems like the kind of place that you would not want to be responsible for multiple junior it was, high It was kids. very difficult because there was always like – there was always people coming running to get me because Mr. Conroy, Mr. Conroy, right. and like one of the kids had been busted stealing shit from <laughs> right. the from the souvenir shop, or two of my kids were in a fight with kids from another school. Or, you know, there was always some shit. But you know, these kids were they were like inner city kids, so they never got to do stuff right. like this. So oh. it was you know, 
amazing so for fun. them. I remember once uh my boss was a was a was a crazy person and uh she brought some of her former students on my students trip. Mm. In other words, it was like a, a couple of 18-year-olds with all these 13-year-olds, whatever. It's a bad mix. So, of yeah. course, one of my girls gets into it with one of these girls and is like, fuck you, bitch. And my boss, because these are her guests that she's brought, goes, you're staying on the bus. We're all going into the water park. Oh, man. And I was like, that's fine. I'm going to stay on the bus, too. I'm not coming with you into the water park. Until you let her go into the water park. My boss was so angry. She just wanted to ditch this kid on the bus all day. And after about 15 minutes, the standoff was over and we all got to go in to the water park. But that, of course, all ended one year when the day after we went, a bunch of other classes went. And there was a Knicks playoff game on that night. And... One of the teachers did not account for one of their kids, and the oh. kid drowned in the park. <gasps> oh. That's the, uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they left this kid in there, and he just went back in the wave pool or whatever when nobody was there. And that After was, the park closed? Yeah. Oh, jeez. And that was the end of New York City Public Schools going to oh this particular water park. Well, this is not the same as the New Jersey one, though. No, this okay. was a place out in Pennsylvania. Okay. I don't remember the name of wow, it, man. but it was like way out in Pennsylvania. That is a real downer with this kid <laughs> dying at the end of that water slide story. Because water slides are such a happy <laughs> right. place usually. Well, the roster, you, you know, know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes things happen. Well, where is snorkel? Well, sometimes just going up the stairs of a really high yeah. water slide, like you start getting, like your knees start kind of sure. shaking. Like if you're like, what am I Cause doing? Because you don't know how many, t- we go up those stairs enough right. times, you've climbed like a thousand flights of stairs. Well, and you're just so high. I don't know if you have any Elevation issue, heights. sure. So, Mexico City up there. it's not, it doesn't seem to be the greatest structure in the world. So you could kind of feel it swaying in the breeze as you're walking. Yes. No, it's, built, it's built to sway like it's, that. It's, little, it's just some give that they built in. <laughs> it's, it's a little it. freaky. Dude. Yeah, Same sure. It's, 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 it's like bridge. a tree. Like it's a tree. Yeah. You know, you see a tree wave back and forth. It's fine. It'll yeah. be fine. Oh, they got, they got, they got top architects on that. <laughs> uh, it's a fun place though. Uh, and can I mention Spotify because you guys only really glazed over Spotify. Yeah, I, I don't understand Oh, it, my so God. I okay, know. I hated it. I didn't want to do it because you used to have to, like, tie it in with Facebook, which is annoying. Now you can just sign up through email. It is the absolute most life-changing thing that's ever existed in music. When you talk about, like, going through Rolling Stone. Yeah. I used to do that. I used to subscribe to CMJ, College Music Journal. Mm-hmm. And every week they would send you the magazine with a CD in it of Whoa. bands you've never heard of that are touring the college circuit. And I would say, and I'm not even exaggerating, 90% of those bands were amazing. I still listen to mm-hmm. some of them. Um, so I discovered Spotify. CMJ is also Lockjaw, isn't it? Uh, that's GMJ. <laughs> oh, that's very close. But uh, it's the, the CDs are terrible. Yeah. It's just like grinding so noises. People going like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just people with sleep apnea grinding their teeth. Um, but this uh, – Spotify lets you do that. Here's what Spotify does. When you say, oh, I'd love to just listen to a full album, Spotify lets you do everything. Mm-hmm. You can save them all to your phone. You can have everything. So you're a Spotify person, Jamie? I'm, I'm just starting to get into it. When you Dude, say save them all to your phone, you can save the, the list The whole album. Your... No. You can take the whole music and for free download everything you want. Really? Well, 
like, it doesn't even make sense. By the way, I like how you have anthropomorphized Spotify by saying <laughs> Spotify lets you do this. Uh, the people, the powers that be at Spotify <laughs> sure, have no allowed you somehow, made some sort of shady deal <laughs> with artists that let right. you take, once you pay for that subscription, you can go, I want this whole Led Zeppelin album. Uh, and then you take the whole album and then it's and then you hit save to phone if you want, if you want to listen to it offline. But it's still there. But 90% of music, 95% of everything you want is there. But you're saying pay no, for a subscription. Well, the trial is like two bucks a month for three oh. months. And then, it, and then I, they get you. Then they get you for like maybe it's like six or seven bucks a month. Mm. But it's, 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 so that. Dude, like it's one, that's less than one CD a month. Like I'm saving up for <laughs> yes and yes. 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 <laughs> You're saving up. For the, no, they're doing scholarships now. Yeah, we, yeah. Seem, to be, um, we seem to be pitching products on every episode yeah. at this point. Look, oh, can... that's the fucking thing I forgot to bring up. <laughs> oh, what no. The products? Yes. What? What's, what's the product you have? God damn it. Sorry. Finish. No, no, no. Okay. Finish what you were I know where this right. is going. We don't need to If go this there. has pneumatic tubes, oh, I'm going to freak out. I know where out. this is going. All right. No, no. Uh, <laughs> all I want to say is yes. Spotify lets you have everything you want, unlike Pandora, which I was the biggest fan of. You're exactly right. It's annoying after a while because right. you're hearing the same damn thing. Right. Spotify lets you do everything. And once you, you can look at the artist and find playlists that other people made. Other people are making basically mixtapes and mix CDs right. of stuff, mm. and then you save those – not save them, but just add that to your thing. So you've got the greatest music, and you can discover new stuff mm. on your own terms. All right. That's all I have to say about Spotify, and I don't make So money check it out, that. folks. Spotify. But you can't listen to Taylor Swift. So Is that true? Yeah. She, they don't, she, I'm sure there's some artists. There's some that, artists that might not do yeah. it. She's, she's one now, of the more famous ones I'm to say give, absolutely not. Roar. Roar. I'm going to give you a better one than Spotify. I forgot to mention this. All right. This is, I had to do this today. There's a app, if you're a Mac person, I, I'm sure it's also for PCs. But I thought it was McPerson. A McPerson? <laughs> a Ma if you're a McPerson. I'm not Scottish. <laughs> you, there's an app called in, uh, YouTube, let's see, YouTube to MP3. You go online and you just take the URL and then you just click, click it into this app and it downloads an MP3 of any song someone put on YouTube. Full albums, audiobooks, anything. Take the audio and then you can drag it right onto your iPod, whatever oh, you want. Oh, okay. Cause it's an MP3. It's amazing. I, okay. Because my dumb question was going to be, why can't you just listen to it on YouTube? Because now you're streaming video. No, I'm talking about you can have that MP3 forever, put it onto your computer, on your Play playlist, it. on your iPod, or whatever your you watch, want. Your watch. Your iWatch. Put it on your watch. Put it on your... Uh, no, I, th I was thinking about that today because... I listen to a lot of music at work on YouTube. I will listen when I'm writing at work. I haven't really done this at home. But when I'm at work, I will listen to... Like, there's all these um, motion picture soundtrack compilations yes. on YouTube. Like, I, three I hours of sure everything from Starship Troopers to Lord of the Rings yep. to Batman Begins. You know, just all that music Chariots right in a row. So you don't have to, like, set anything up. You just... Hit mm -hmm. the YouTube thing yeah. that plays that but music. But now you can take that entire two-hour thing. I was actually thinking thing. about that exact thing today. And it eliminates all that video, and it just downloads mm -hmm. the audio. So you're not even wasting your time. Now, with the something video. like this has got to cost, what, $40, dollars <laughs> $50? You might think. It would usually something right, like no, this. Let me, let me, I let know me, people would pay $100 for this Let me cut that thing. off because, Jamie, <laughs> you have some shit to answer for. Now, Troy, I will tell you that a few episodes ago – Yeah. We had a very exciting opportunity. 
which was for the show to be sponsored by Casper Mattress. Okay. Are you familiar with Casper Mattress? Uh, I've heard the name. Okay. It delivers right to your door. Right yeah, to your they door deliver side. to your door. They, the they're made of, of this incredible <clears throat> foam. That mini fridge. They, right. Yeah, that's a mini fridge. So you can get <laughs> right. in anywhere. Well, it already sounds like a deal of a lifetime. Okay. Go ahead. So Jamie sets this up, sets up this sponsorship for us. We go, okay. we broadcast an episode from the Casper from Mattress the showroom, mattress stop, yeah. which is not... What you probably have an image in your head of what a, what a mattress showroom is, it is like. Not that. It is not that. It's this beautiful loft up in the Hollywood Hills, it's like a mansion with like a full bar and a beautiful living room setup and a dining room setup. And so we go and 180 degree view over the valley of downtown LA. This is what I've hooked up for the crew. Yeah. Okay, but this you know, this already sounds like it's like uh, some sort of playboy who just bought a bunch of mattresses for his own. Could be. I have right. no idea. Okay. Uh, they do have a hundred day guarantee where you can return okay. it if you're dissatisfied. It's <laughs> a great deal. That's that a great deal. <laughs> so this is this is a done deal. So Jamie point. sets this up. They're sponsoring our show. We spend yeah. the whole show plugging the mattresses. The mattresses. Sure. Uh, our guest Pete Holmes was very good at saying these are the these are the points you need to remember. Whatever. I was not as good, but I did my best. But we plugged the shit out of Casper Mattress. Yeah. Because they were sponsoring the show. You know how sponsorship deals work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the back end of that? <laughs> back end of that is they give you some money and uh, they see their sales go up and everybody's happy. Okay. Jamie, what did we get for them sponsoring the show? A great episode. Uh, they what? paid for our sound engineer. The, uh, who, ca- who cares about that? We don't need that. Well, the sound engineer does. Yeah, but we don't need that. We do need the sound but we have a place where we can go and record an episode. Yeah, so that um, uh, okay, that's a that's a wash. That means nothing. Right. Uh, free alcohol. That uh, means nothing. We could do that on our own. Not no, free. you can't get free alcohol. Wait a minute. I did hear that you can get it and if it's in a pneumatic tube. <laughs> they offered Wait. us a free mattress. That, that was part of the deal. Like the guests can have a free mattress, which I think oh. Pete Holmes declined. Yeah. Okay. So the only thing we got out of that was a free mattress for our guests. Here's the conversation I had with these people. Yes. They pitched the idea. They knew I was doing podcasts and stuff. It was, let's try this out. It sounds like a great opportunity to do a cool show in a cool place. And um, it's an experiment on both sides. And there's a mattress, and they'll pay for the sound guy, and then we'll take it from there. And if it's a success, we have the opportunity okay. to do it again. So that was my mistake for thinking that I understood what the meaning of sponsorship was, <laughs> that there would be some kind right. of fin- financial recompense at the uh, end of that this. That is the definition. Yeah, I think it is. And I think that that was, you know, that was just not good. But then that again, was not handled well. You know what you guys did is a sponsorship um, – Adjacent. Uh, no, no, like you did. You did. Song. You did a sponsorship uh, charity. Um, no, wait. What was the thing? A, a scholarship. A sponsorship <laughs> scholarship. <laughs> Thank you. So, I, I really. So, I mean, I really don't find it funny at all. I think no, it's. I don't understand I think it's it. Though. Weird what, what, and, what reason? And, what's what? the reason? What's what's what? Reason? I mean, why did they did they say, well, we're not going to uh, give you money, or did they say clearly they must have said that to Jamie. I mean, it I sounds like. Truth is, I haven't, well, or you didn't say, oh, by the way, when you sponsor us, that means you're going to give us money, right? You know what? Like I you would never do? brought up that subject? Then you guys are in. I know how to do this. I don't remember the initial conversation. It was months ago. You guys, what here's do what do? you do. If you haven't had this conversation, you're in. You, se- you send them an invoice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you send them an invoice. For for twelve hundred dollars, gave them more sponsorship time. I know, so yeah, well, and they were very okay. The two invoices, burst. Two no, invoices. You send them an invoice, now, and then see it, they will. I bet you they will just pay it without a, even calling anyone. I, like I bet good, you they will, and then you like guys can go to the water park. 
Yeah. Here's what happened. This is how it plays out is um, I, I follow up with them. I got an email a couple of days ago asking how it went. And we do it again, and there's a, a number attached to it. You're that lying. Was, I'm not going to... You're I don't lying. Know, I've never negotiated a, a, a sponsorship right in my life. Yeah, Why are you voice. lying this way? What do you think I'm lying about? <laughs> I think you're lying that they sent you an email that said, we'll pay you this much money. The no, they did not say it. that. No, no, that was I was not trying to say that that email said that. But that's what people I, I think assume. I think people assume that, yeah, do it again. But if you already did it once, that's enough. I mean, you just need to... This Why is seriously like an issue where you just send them. You send them in. I, I, if you do this, you're going to go, why, oh, my God. This is why Troy is a great producer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he knows I've heard how to of get people shit doing done. This, this is how uh, this, I've, watched, I've watched people work. I've watched Shark Tank. Um, Troy is a success in this town, and this is why. Well, it's happening. I, there, actually, there was a my first success, sponsorship for him. It, what? There was, there was a first time that you dealt with a sponsorship opportunity, and- when when I worked at the Tempe Improv, uh, uh, the the manager there he asked me to. This is oh Dan Murray. You did you know Dan Murray? No, 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 no. you didn't know. Okay, well, I think I did. I I was it kind of, I did this, not. I was like kind of forced to like make deals with you know. There's a lot of bookers who do this and club owners. You do business with uh, comedy tickets. You know, oh, I know. You do story this? about to tell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this guy. Well, this guy bought bought a car with comedy club tickets. Bought an actual vehicle, a Honda Civic. But this was he goes gave the dealer yeah free club tickets, like a two for yes. one. No free passes. Comp free passes. Like I'll give you this many tickets they, and and some meals included in that. Oh. Um, not alcohol. No alcohol. But yes, car. But yeah. still, two drink minimum. Yes, because it's illegal to trade alcohol for a thing. We found ah. out. So, but he they, he did it for passes. And by the way, sometimes they were like, "Oh, well, we can't let you in. It's a special event." <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so, here's the deal. Uh, I was uh, he, he said, "I want you to go out and get um, a rental car every week for the comics." And because uh, I drove them to press, you know, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday it was like tons of press. So. I went into a Tuesday di- sometimes. No, never Tuesdays. Okay, that's too early in the week. <laughs> I had to go into these dealership or these rental places, and one of them eventually goes, "Yeah, we'll we'll make you a deal for comedy club tickets." And I got a hotel, I got rental cars, all kinds of different stuff, meals for the comics, just from asking. I would have never done that, but he kind of put me in. A, he's like, "You got to do this. You got to make this happen." It's surprising how much if you just do it and you go, oh, I got some passes, everyone. Well, and those are the passes. I worked at the Bray Improv as the door girl. When we had downtime, we just had a roster of people that we'd call to say that yeah. they won tickets. Sure. I hate that. Sure. We don't do because that we're trying to get people into but the But as you yeah, said, that's... there are also shows where – well, two things. There are also shows where those people are not allowed in Correct. because the comic has stipulated – because that comic door, is getting the, the yeah. door deal. They want the door deal. Yes, yes. And when those people do show up, my experience, and I don't have a tremendous amount of experience, those were always the most difficult people oh, in sure. the audience because they're they're not there they're because entitled. they give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They're, they're there because the club has, you know. Well, in that case of calling uh, people and saying you won tickets, it can be sketchy because people go, oh, I love comedy. And they come and then they're just, uh, they don't know who they're seeing. But you still have to buy two but drinks. The, the people and that I'm he like, traded, what do you guys think about Harry Potter and time travel? And they're like, <laughs> where are the dick jokes? <laughs> yeah, that's that crowd. That's mm-hmm. where you get it. That's like yeah. the bachelorette party crowd. But you know what? 
the people who did the the trade they were actually good audience members mm-hmm. like the ones that we did trades with they were like excited to come in they want they knew who it was the Tempe Improv always had somebody good so like they were right. excited to come in but yeah no those uh, what what do you call that the calling papering. thing papering papering. The, papering the room yeah Gary Menke is another guy, a comic I came up with who runs oh, a club in Florida. Gary Menke. And Gary Menke can, probably owns ten uh, percent of land in Florida just from comedy, comedy club, club tickets. tickets. He used to go to Denny's like, "Hey, can you wheel me?" And he'd, he'd, he'd Denny's. He'd get, can you wheel me? He'd say, "I always say, How, can you wheel me?" Like wheel and deal. And he'd go, "Hey man, can you wheel me?" Oh. That was his thing. That was his catchphrase. That's phrase. how he hooked them because they, they didn't understand, so they mm-hmm. had to ask a follow-up question. Yeah, they say, what is I that? don't see your wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to like, wheel you. Great I'll wheel strategy. You. I'll wheel you, man. Can By you the way, me? I don't know where my Denny's worker is from, but they're from somewhere not there. <laughs> I will be happy to wheel you. <laughs> That's who works at Denny's as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> sure. Uh, all right. So, Jamie, good job on the deal. I hope that continues. Hopefully, we'll get more sc- more sponsorship scholarships and be able to advertise for people for nothing. I just turned into a possum uh, whenever that, this conversation That was a full reversal up. on your part. Yeah. No, you guys, uh, this is all this is all manageable. You need a business manager, I feel like. You we need somebody no, 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 that's not you guys. Jamie's our producer. Jamie took yeah, care of that stuff. I, I stopped claiming producer a while ago, I feel but, like. But you guys need someone that's not on that's not on the show, that's outside to, to – uh, Do you think somebody like that could get us T-shirts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need someone. <laughs> I've not made no bones about it. We need someone to help. I can't do it. Um, do you want to do that? It's different. I don't, no, I think I'm not available to do that. But See, I'm trying, guys. I can, help, I can certainly you know help you find that person. Krista. It's a question. Yeah. Do you want to do it? But it's also kind of a statement. You you want to do it. And yeah, this no, door yeah. is locked. Until... You want a wheel? I would enjoy it. You got, you Come want on, wheel, wheel me. No, wheel I, have me. A fr- I have a friend, Krista, who would wheel me. be amazing. And she'll wheel you. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great phrase, by the way. I think I used that for like 10 years. Yeah, Bring it back. Can you wheel me? Bring it back. All right. Well, not to not to too quickly change topics, but we wanted to talk a little bit while you're here. About Casper Mattress. About <laughs> size of a refrigerator box. <laughs> yeah. A mini fridge. And not it, a big refrigerator. A mini fridge. And it unfolds into a full size. I love it. That's the new trend to live in in Los Angeles. Um, let's talk about religion. All right. And why don't we start today with Jamie? Well, I religious was studies be, major. I was a religious studies major. I think I feel like we've talked about this a million times. Um, Tell me why again <clears throat> you were a religious studies major. It kind of like or, the real reason. You've always been a searcher. Uh, but yeah, well, that's why I really started searching. Like a lot of people in college. But I just I, I randomly took a religious studies class my first semester. When you just had to pick classes, were you just like undeclared? Yeah, I was undeclared. I didn't have a major. Great and, show, and I, I loved the class. It was my favorite class, so I took another one the next quarter, and then by the second year, like, what did you love about it? Was the was it the teacher? Was it the material? For this, cl- and I'm what sure was the class? It was, and what was your grade? <laughs> What's your favorite class? <laughs> and what seat did you sit in? <laughs> I think it was like an intro to religion class, and I can't believe I remember this guy's name, Daryl Katerine. But he was a, a, an assistant, or he was a young guy. Looking back, he's probably twenty five, and he was just like a grad student who, like, somehow the, really the main guy. Yeah. Hey guys, let's talk a little bit about Judaism today. It was kind of like that. It was about Christianity. <laughs> it was a big. Class. Jesus loves you. The first day of class, I remember he played the song "Losing My Religion" and like trying to challenge people and like, "What is religion? What is what is uh, Michael Sapp talking about in this song?" And it was like, "Oh, he's playing pop music, and this this is cool." Um, but I have pictures I took with him. Like he just took an interest in us because we took an interest in the class, and 
I don't know. That was the beginning of it. And then I took a few more classes. And then when I had to declare, I was like, yeah, I'll do religious studies. And I'm glad I did. Um, but I was actually, I mean, for you my... You sound a little resigned. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, you shrugged your shoulders when you said, I'm glad I did. <laughs> because I don't think... I'm glad I did. <laughs> I don't think, think there's any major I could have taken. Actually, if I could go back and actually getting a production degree and just learning how to actually make things. But and, the other thing about that... I mean, this is the case for any major, but specifically production. Anything you would have learned, for the most part, would be null and void, technologically speaking. Oh, that's a good speaking. point, too, yeah. So, but I am glad Yes, but you it. might have been able to keep up with the technology as new things were introduced, you know? You would have had uh, connections for wheeling. <laughs> I'm really trying. I'm a shoehorn. You, you, you would have had people wheel you. <laughs> So, but I was going to talk about something in, in regards to um, Troy. Well, actually, what I was going to talk about was, and it's not really religion, it's not religion, but about four years ago on this podcast when I was in deep in the throes of figuring stuff out, even more so, I guess, it was before I was working at the improv, um, on the, based on the suggestion of some friends, I took this thing called Landmark, the forum. And I, I, t- I remember talking about it on like when the first time Mark Maron was on the podcast. Oh, and, right. Like the girl he was with was just like, you're in a cult, man. Um, uh, but the being four years removed from it, and I, I, I don't even know how to describe it anymore. Four years ago. Even five years. It was 2010. I don't even know. But I took this thing and it was this weekend. Uh, I mean, maybe you can even describe what it is better than I can. Uh, I'm not good at describing I took it. I took it maybe <laughs> eight over eight years ago. Um, it. It's a weekend. It's a let's see. Uh, is it a Friday night? It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's Friday night. So Amber's oh, fr- at a musical all day. <laughs> it's Every single time. It's all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And uh, the time I did it, it was like five hundred bucks. And it was um, scholarships you, available. It's uh, there are no scholarships available. <laughs> I didn't figure that. No, out. It is a money making venture. Um, it is actually it is very upfront declared that this is a money making venture. They're like this is not uh, they they don't do um, they don't do scholarships. They don't do anything that's like a religion would do in terms of like oh we'll, we'll it's just charity. it's free and then you just give an offer like there's no nothing like that. It's literally run. It is a business and it's run like a business. They're a member of the Better Business Bureau. Their business and they're upfront about it. And they're all up in your business. And they're all up in your business. And really, this is, I don't know, the best way I would describe the weekend, because it's very difficult to, but you sit there and you listen. And sometimes uh, people, uh, you or other people, get up and actually share something like you would maybe do in a group therapy session, right? But um, what you do is by the time that weekend's over, you have new insights about your life in a, in a, in a very concrete way, not, not in a spiritual, ethereal, like, like, wow, man, it was like I just got enlightenment. Like it's nothing like that. It's just real. It's like I had a dude – this is what I remember from it. There was a guy that sat next to me and he was like a tough mixed martial arts looking dude. And he goes – I go, uh, is this your first thing? And, and uh, he goes, he goes, no, I've done this before. And he goes, I'm back here because I love it and, and I'm probably – I probably kept myself out of jail from it. I go, what do you mean? He goes, he goes um, a year ago my uh, – I, I was – going through an intersection and a guy hit my car with my t- me and my two daughters in the car Ugh. and it, he t-boned the car and he was drunk and he said i wanted he goes if i hadn't had this week this course like a month before he said 
I would have, and I'm not exactly because I would have killed him. I would have literally murdered him. I, I was, I had that kind of rage in me and that protection for my daughter. He goes, but instead, I just, I didn't even press charges, and I, I told him if he comes to do this course, that uh, I won't press any charges. And he won't have to pay anything. He goes, that's how much this changed me. Whoa! And I was like, dude, that's crazy. Wow, that's an interesting level of, uh, you know, that you got to emotionally. So. Um, so then I was intrigued. You and know? then they were like, excuse me, you two, can you stop talking down there? <laughs> <laughs> we were at a break. But anyway, there's no, there's no, um, philosophy to it. There's no, um, I would say it's, I mean, if anything, it's a Buddhist kind of mentality of you are not your thoughts and to like kind of, it's certainly, it ha- yeah, well, I'll agree that it's the, um, that you are not your thoughts and that's part of it. But I mean, there's no like the Buddha's not mentioned. There's no like specific, um, uh, like line of thought where it's like, oh, we're doing the work of so-and-so it's, you know, it's, it's just very, um, deal with your life kind of thing. I mean, I did how far, cause I did, I did that first weekend and the whole time I was skeptical and, and I told people if, if I knew what I was getting into, if someone explained this is what it's going to be like or d- described it, I would have not done it because it sounds super culty. But I I, totally. did, I did it kind of blindly and I was skeptical. Like UCB. Yep. Mm. By the third day, it was like man- scientifically manufactured. Like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. My life. I got to change it. And I was so inspired that, you know, they got me. I signed up for the next weekend and then I signed I up did for, that. The, for the advanced thing where it was like three months of stuff. Oh, three, yeah. Well, there's like an yeah. There's all kinds of other courses and stuff. An advanced course. I did. But I did a bunch. What do you learn? I mean, I. Well, you get. It, it's more. It's not about what you learn. It's about you getting your life back and just being able to be an honest person. Like I, I am so much. I have so much more. I feel like I have so much more um, ability to deal with things in life because of that experience. And really, what it comes down to is other people. I mean, so much of it is. Things other people said, like that guy. But some of the stories that I'll never forget of people getting up and sharing things that they went through in their life and then finding – instead of blaming someone else, like working through that over the weekend where it's like, oh, my God, they figured out that it's actually not – that they took responsibility for their part in that thing. And that is – that's what I got. Well, it's like living an authentic life. I mean part of the the practice starting from that first day is like, all right, over the course of this weekend – and I never really did it. I would always lie about it. But <laughs> <laughs> the course in authenticity didn't really work that well. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at it in terms of does it work or does it not work, the only data I have <laughs> is Jamie's experience, and it was a it was a bomb. It was a bomb. That is fair based on the information you have. But part of it was like you need to call people. It doesn't matter how late it is, but. Um, and f- confront these issues that sometimes people. <laughs> by the end of the week, no, we rephrase. Like conf- no, no, you I'm don't call people and confront them. Uh, it's, I wouldn't say. Would yeah, you? confront is a, a bad uh, word. But like the people you've had issues with. A lot of people, their parents, they haven't, they haven't talked. Like, oh, but by the end of that weekend, yeah, there's people, and one of the cool things was just like this kind of wide swath of like you know old Mexican ladies and. Like young actresses that just moved here, and just like this diversity, and you're seeing them all talk, and like people that you wouldn't ever normally have a, a conversation with, but you would have to call. Like, there are people at, by the end of that weekend that are getting going through divorces, or or just, you know just like separating and relationships because they're trending. finally being honest about. They're what's finally happening. being honest with themselves. Anyway, it was it was 
So I, I'm dying to know this. I'm so sorry. So is everybody on the break? Is everybody on their cell phones? Like yeah. calling people? A lot yeah, of people? Yeah, that's true. But when you would lie about these calls that you're Honey, making. honey, I'm at the landmark thing and I want a divorce. <laughs> it's that, not, it's not like that. Um, but would you make up entire storylines or how no, did no, you know? No, no, no. You're saying that you just like wh- when they'd say did everyone make their calls? You, go, you wouldn't. Uh-huh. You wouldn't like go. I didn't like. But you didn't. Get, you didn't go up there. No, and I didn't go. Yeah, <laughs> stories. No, no, he's not saying okay. he lied. I no, made I, a lot of calls. A lot of calls. Woo, calls, I, calls, calls. I remember calling my my, my girlfriend at the time who we just it was a recent breakup and trying. I, I still couldn't address the issues, but trying to do that like in the parking lot during a break. I think that. Even then, I couldn't take responsibility. Oof. But it forced you to kind of look and analyze. You were calling her just to get back together. <laughs> no, no, not at that point. But uh, I, I called Dan Murr. I called the, my former manager from the Tempe Improv. Really? Who, how I? Who was? He was a ty- tyrannical. To see if you could borrow his car. That maniac. He got I wanted to see how he got that kind of deal. Right. See if he could wheel me. I, I called him and I said, because I mean, I had a lot of problems with that guy, and he's when he died of. A few weeks ago, not many people Whoa. went, um, you know, uh, wrote about it even because he was he had a lot of issues with people. But I called him and I just said, "Hey, I know we had our, I know we had our problems, and and um, and I just want to let you know that I understand that uh, the way that you run your club, and that that it's your club and you run it that way. And uh, I usually am. Uh, I said I I'm." I usually have a lot of negative thoughts about you, and somehow. I'm Who is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's Wrong like, new. "Who is this guy?" <laughs> no, I just—I was just real honest with him. I said, "You know, I have a lot of negative things about you, and I just—I'm just letting that go. I just want to let you know that uh, you know you did a really good job running that club, and uh, even though I mentioned it was difficult to work for you, um, no hard feelings, you know. And I would have never made that call." Um, what was his response? It was very positive. He was very. He was like, "Wow, I really appreciate it." Because no one ever says that to me. Um, so stuff like that, you know. Like I, I, I made a lot of good calls. I'm sure you did too. That were like, you know, you even if it doesn't Jamie go right the first time. He just no, didn't I make some calls. I called but, Santa Claus. I mean, <laughs> I, for me, it was worth Look, it. I'm just still to make pissed the calls. about in fifth grade. <laughs> no, it's not. By the way, it's not at all like the idea of like. Um, I'm mad at this person. For no, it's this more like apologize. It's more like, hey, I know that things didn't end well, and I'm taking responsibility for my part in it because uh, I've been blaming you the whole time. It's more like being able to just be to man or ma'am up about certain issues that you have in your life and take responsibility. And that's what I got out of it anyway. Everybody gets something different. But I mean, I, I will, there were so many amazing things that I saw happen that that would have never happened to the, these people, uh, and it, it, it was inspiring. Now, people say it's a cult because um, people go to it and get excited. I've heard people say Trader Joe's is a cult. I've heard we probably all heard people say Starbucks is a cult. I don't think any of those things are cult. They're businesses, and some people get really passionate about it. And since people are calling people and inviting people, it definitely has that, that feel to it. The, the cultiest thing was, it, yeah, they're call con- people. constantly. They call, invite people. We, uh, this this oh, weekend because they want you to bring pyramid scheming. It, it sounds that way, yeah, yeah. because you they want you to bring. That's people where in. I think I actually. That's like Amber making calls from the comedy club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a, this is like Casper comedy mattress. clubs are, are <laughs> a cult. But I just remember feeling so uncomfortable. Right. It's like every week, like you got to bring people and, and yeah, I didn't get them like to sign that up. part of it. I didn't enjoy that part of but it. But that is but, totally. A commercial marketing scheme. Not totally. That is not a 
something that's being done out of altruism. No, it's both. It's very much both because when you invite people in your lives – and I'll tell you why. When you invite people in your life, your, your life changes. When you're able to communicate with them on, on that level where everyone – imagine this. Okay, My brother – I called my brother. My brother took the course. He called my mom. My mom took the course. I called – and, and these are like – these are conversa- real conversations where it's like, oh, my God. I called my dad. My dad took the court. They did it all different times. But that changes my family. That changes my Thanksgiving dinner because there's a lot less resentment and all that. So the invitation is certainly from a marketing point of view, they make money on it. So that's good for them. But it's a win-win for the other people as well uh, because your people in your life are now – taking responsibility and that is a pretty cool thing when you have people around you who aren't just like assholes mm-hmm. and if they are they apologize that's what i literally found did you did you find this as well yeah how many people did you invite to take the cult <laughs> my parents came to one of the things because they're they really like you who are you bringing who are you bringing who are you gonna bring to the final oh i know and i, know. I hated it and then i brought my friend jen to one and by the and she was so excited because i was you know, at that point, I was pretty. I was like, "This is great. I love this." And, and then she came. She's so like, she had to pay five hundred bucks to go to this. Oh no, thing. no, and, no! Like literally, in the second thing, I was like, on Saturday morning of the three day thing, from eight to ten or from ten to twelve, it's your friends and oh yeah, invite your friends to the free thing. Yeah, and by the time and she's like, like, like this is not for me. Yeah, some people it may not be. It's but, not for everyone but, for sure. But I would, I would defend them just against saying it's a cult because it's because they're they're a business member of the Better Business Bureau and all that. You can actually complain about them on Yelp. Like you can actually do it. No one is forced to be there, or no one is like sucked into it. It's very upfront well, the stuff they do. It would be a cult uh, if they were trying to separate people from their family and uh, oh yeah, exactly. Them from it the is world, the it's the exact and opposite. If right. they're trying to make sure that they can't get out of the organization, right? That, and I, that would be when it's I, I, look. I've always been freaking. fascinated with cults, and the you know the way I went to Landmark is no one invited me to it. This was in the MySpace days. Somebody on MySpace posted. Is Landmark a cult? And you're like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm, and literally, that's what he said. And then they wrote, see for yourself. I still don't remember who that person was. And I was like, what's Landmark? I looked it up and I was like, they're having a workshop. I love workshops. I- I'm not afraid of cults, but I do want to go and I'll find out. Because if they are, it's like, oh, good. I, I confirmed that. I don't mm-hmm. want to take anyone's word for stuff. So I went to it and I found it not to be a cult. And even that I had resistance to certain things. Um, you know, I still wouldn't. I know cults very much because I did a lo- enough religions uh, in my uh, younger days, and those behaviors are very specific when it comes to, you know, Scientology. I, I was Scientologist. I was a Baha'i. I went to every faith that you can imagine UCB. that I could think of. What? UCB. <laughs> UCB. <laughs> yeah. People overuse the term cult. But uh, Scientology is the perfect textbook definition of a cult. Um, and that was my experience too. In my younger days, I I did Scientology. Yeah, but before we get into but, the Scientology yeah. thing, I just want to say one more thing about the landmark thing, which is that obviously I am cynical about these things. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone Not should you. be. Everyone should be skeptical <laughs> and, about stuff. But but my thing also is, it's like you're taking advantage in a sense of people who are clearly 
in a questing and vulnerable frame of mind. Anybody going to one of those workshops is not just they're not a showing whole, up there. Yeah. Right. They're like, I have Looking some stuff answers. I need. Seekers. I need to work this stuff out. Is right. this going to help me? And then it's like, we're helping you get some other people for us to help. And that's where I sort of go, okay, there's there's more of a – and again, I have no experience with them. I never took their stuff. It could have made me a much better person. Lots of things could have. But the commercialization of it is where I become a little bit – Absolutely. But I wouldn't – again, I wouldn't have any of those complaints – fall under cult is more No, like I'm not saying anything spin. about cult. Yeah, yeah. Cuz yeah. it's the same thing as those like no, no. Sure, over marketing or whatever. This is not a this is not a cult like, issue. Um yeah. like food nutrient like oh, flexa yeah, there's or all something. Kinds of, like oh. that feels very similar. Have you tried that stuff? Oh, it's great. <laughs> Nutri- what's the what's the Nutrisystem? What's the one um uh I know what you're talking about. The life something life Neutralize. Neutralize. I don't know. This is one of those things where it's like you buy the stuff and it's all pyramid and all that. And that's like – that's shit people aren't going to use and all that. I mean anyway, this is different. I don't want to belabor it because I'm not like – I'm not going to promote that and I don't even invite people to do it. I just had – I'm just sharing my experience was a a very good one. Some people haven't had good experiences. So if it's – if it's some – if you're a seeker and you're into that kind of thing, then I think it's worth it. But – and if you can afford the the money. But – if not, then find go online or find something or start a meetup group or just do something else that, that you like and get some Jungian textbook and Dungeons go play. Dungeons and Dragons. Play Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, you can get a lot out of that. Game night. Um, so I'm sorry. So I cut you off from talking about your experience with Scientology. Oh, yeah. So that was, uh, that was um, a very much le- leaned way into the uh, terrible experience in, in terms of – well, in terms of it was absolutely the cultish uh, – the, the definition of a cult and it was – The thing that, that was my makes experience. it out to be. And I don't want to say that as like, yeah, it's just a good – it's like, no, that was my experience. I took some classes with them when I was like, – like literally when I got out of high school, I – that was something I was interested in. So I went. But that was short term. And then later on – was this up, here in L.A. or this was is, this? No, this is in Phoenix. Okay. This is in Phoenix. I'd never been to an L.A. thing. This is this is like I was like I was a kid, and then um, when I was like twenty five, I went back and took a couple more classes, and they tried to um, get me to sign a uh, contract for eternity, and I got out. Um, I thought it was only a billion years. No, it's not. I don't think it's a billion. I think it's eternity. Oh, maybe it is. is a, maybe it was a billion. I've signed contracts for eternity with you, Adult Swim. So <laughs> is that <laughs> what they're the doing? Problem, is that, yeah. that could be an issue. Uh, Throughout this universe and any other universe that may yet be discovered well, now and through perpetuity. Let me tell you, Adult Swim pays a lot more than Scientology would. <laughs> um, but You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Sean owes that money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, For meals. <laughs> well, then we've determined that that is a cult. Look, uh, my experience in that was that, uh, there were, they, uh, that they did a good job of borrowing and stealing uh, technology from other psychologists – Throughout, you know, from Freud and Jung and other people, Maslow, all these people who developed good stuff, and they made them their own, and in all the legal with all the lawyer money and stuff, and then they, you know, they uh, marketed it and commercialized it and made it into a thing and put out books, and then bought they'd buy their own books from the bookstores, mm-hmm. and then they would get onto the bestseller lists and say buy back their own books because they had the cash, 
and then they Dianetics. restock them. Dianetics, they restock it back in, so it looks like it's a number one thing. Mm-hmm. So I always say this: everything. If you've ever heard something, that's actually a brilliant scam. I mean, it's a brilliant if freaking you got the scam, cash. right? If you, you have, have that, the cash. if you have, think about it. They're they're the. It's the ultimate scam because you don't pay taxes. They don't have. That's why they have so much money. Is there a religion? They, they made themselves. And and they badgered themselves. When you watch Going Clear, they badgered themselves, uh, other people, into making them a tax exempt non nonprofit. So they don't have to pay. Any, that's a lot of. That's a huge windfall. That's like saying, hey, uh, bingo, you make forty percent more money or fifty percent more money than you would have just right now. How did you know my nickname was Bingo? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. That would change everything. They call me Bingo around the office. Um, well, and the thing I got, scammy. the thing I got out of watching that that documentary uh, was the other part of it, and maybe this was like people who were further along, or I don't, I don't even, I'm not even sure how it worked, but that they would sit and talk and talk and talk to people, and I forget what they called it, but it was like you're talking about the ARC, I don't know, the what triangle, that, or no, no. Okay. No, no, no. I'm saying deep. Is it deprogramming? I don't know if it sounded right. Where they would sit in the office and just take notes oh. on everything people oh, would say. No, you're, you're, no, you're talking. No, no, no. You're talking about. Uh, um, oh God, I can't even remember it now. You mean where you're holding the cans? Auditing. Auditing. auditing yeah. Yes. Yeah. They would audit With people. The e-mater. Yeah. And just get people to spill everything, every negative thought they'd ever had. Yes. Every, you know, and. I feel like there's a purpose to that. Yeah, of course, because then you can control people. Yes, that's exactly it. And the, the the flip side of it is, as a human being, if these people were good at their jobs, you know, in terms of being able to speak to the other person, for for most people, all you want is to connect to other people and have them listen to what you're saying yes. and be okay with that. And so I could see people being let's say led along the primrose path of like oh this person still thinks i'm not a bad person so i can keep telling them more about myself it's the same feeling about- as confession yeah so so that person feels like they got something out of it but it's clear clearly scientology is the winner here because they have a file on you but for yeah i was going to say in confession the priest didn't take notes they- right I think Amber's exactly. been auditing me on on our solo <laughs> podcast <laughs> this podcast is a, is a record I, I mean, that's what it, it, it is extremely <laughs> terrifyingly <laughs> manipulative in that way yeah. because you think that you're – and by the way, it is framed as the more you tell us, the better you're going to feel. And isn't that what they say in when they torture you? Like, oh, I like I, I mean, I'm not Scientology. I, I think it's saying, the opposite. <laughs> when at least you torture people, you torture say movies? the less you tell us, the worse you're going to feel. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's a slight <laughs> inverse to it. That's <laughs> I think they say both. <laughs> well, it depends on how – if they're an I optimistic think, torturer or a pessimistic I know. Torturer. <laughs> torture or bad torture. Glass half full glass or glass half torture. <laughs> Bob, let me handle this one. Yeah, Bob, 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 Good Bob, torture Bob. or bad torture. Bob, Bob, you're so negative. Let me handle this guy. <laughs> Wait, so how long were you in Scientology? So when I was – I guess I was 19, uh, I was in for a short time. So I did two classes, two or three. And then when I was 20, How long did those last for? Um – 
All I remember, I don't remember that, but I remember they were each seventy dollars. Oh, so and it's just a one-time thing. There are little classes you take. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how it works. It's but, not like know, a thing you, you do for deep, eight weeks or whatever. Um, no, it's on it's on your own schedule. You set up times, and then you go in and you do it. It's and it's some of it's really brilliant stuff. And and if anyone ever um, takes me out of context saying that, please don't, because I'm saying <laughs> this. I'm saying yes. There's Scientology is brilliant, brilliant stuff. stuff. Troy quotable. <laughs> you know what? There's nothing in it that's ever worth it. It's ever worth the risk of you getting sucked into this thing where your life is basically dedicated to this organization that may not have this is this corporation, tax-free corporation that, that that may not have your best interests in mind. And um it, it's not it's just not worth there's nothing you could learn that's worth that level of you know uh, it's like the movie The Firm, so uh, so I'm not going to recommend. What a disappointing ending that was, The Firm. You yeah, know? it was. I know. Well, Everybody talked but, about it. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing! Uh, and then I got uh, to the part tax. at the end where it was like, oh, it's the mafia. Great. Yeah. Great. I know. It was, it was a little bit disappointing, but it's, uh, you know, that was a uh, as was Scientology. Even though I will, I'll, I'll always have good things to say about some of the technology that was um, stolen and redeveloped and repurposed. Uh, from good psychologists. Seems like, like you framed Maslow. that in a negative way. I did frame it in a negative way. I can't help it. Um, so that anyway, that was that. Does that make sense? But, but what, back. what happened that you were like, I'm definitely out? Oh, okay. They asked. <laughs> um, they uh, they they cornered me in an office. I can't say cornered, but they invited me into an office with. Uh, I think had a bunch of corners. Four, four other people. <laughs> it was all all corners in this office. And they wanted me to sign a contract for life or a contract for eternity is what I remember. It may be a billion years, by the way. Mm -hmm. And now that I think about it, it might be a billion. Um, And I didn't want to sign it. And they uh, they were going to they they were so by the way, if you the the techniques they teach for getting you to do stuff are the, so high level, it's like knowing jujitsu. You do not see it coming. You can't, like, no one in here could defend against an arm bar. Someone got you in an arm bar unless you've trained, know how to do it. Right. Same with, like, um, the, excuse this. Excuse me. I know you, a leg bar. You, you, tra- you know the leg bar? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a very difficult maneuver. Uh, they they are trained, and so they're doing mental jujitsu on you. So they had me. I was going to sign the damn it's, contract. It's high-level sales technique. It's so high-level. I still don't know what they did. Well, All again, I know is take, I wanted to sign it. They take the notes from your confessionals. Oh, no, it's not. It's way deeper than that. It is No, such, but I mean, I'm sure they use that data to know which technique would work may, best That, that may be true. That may be true. But it's also, they have general, like, body language and uh, neuro-linguistic stuff and all kinds of just really high-level stuff. And you, you just go, oh, my God, I feel like I'm disappointing people if I don't sign this thing. I mean, it was that. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, there's people I know in the room. So it's all set up for that. Mm-hmm. And and I said, I said, uh, I want to sign it. And I'm, I feel compelled to sign it. But I feel like I, I'm watching a movie right now. Yeah. Okay. So this is what, do we have any, is there, the there's climax. no way to put suspenseful music in the background oh, right now. Sure is there? Can. Really? Got a producer. Can you do that? No. <laughs> I just can't just ask for that on the fly. Oh, I mean, we could do it when we. Uh, oh, I got you. Okay. Well, if only I had my Spotify. So. Oh, I think. So. I'm in the room. There's the people. There's the contract. <laughs> the there's the church and there's the steeple. <laughs> there's the steeple. It's a lot of corners and a steeple. Uh, and there are all the people. Yeah. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> Everyone doing these hand gestures. Um, and then uh, I'm 
I'm about to sign. What <laughs> is that dealer no deal? Wait a minute, no deal. Did I just win something from Howie Mandel? Is he? Wait. Um, so. <laughs> distracting way to have to tell a story. Okay, I'm going to tell a story with this. Uh, <laughs> this sounds like Nazi cartoon music playing in the, um So here's what I'm, – I'm now about to sign. I'm holding the pen. The contract's there and I say to them, I'm going to sign. I'm I, – I, Drum roll? I have to sign, but <laughs> – Sorry, try. I'm so distracted as you scroll this is through. When just, turns into a 10-year-old. It's the once, zoo crew oh, yeah. portion of the show. Right, right. Um, so you're about to sign. I'm about oh, to no. sign. <laughs> and <laughs> Sounds like Janet Jackson song. <laughs> um, and That was good. Okay. And I say to them, I am going to sign it, but I'm not going to do it today. I have a, I have a rule. <laughs> Poor Troy. I have a rule. By the way, imagine if this story had flow to it. <laughs> I have a rule. I'm not going to sign a contract at a time where I feel pressure. That was, and by the way, they had no escape from that. So right. that was my. I, was I now arm defended bar the armbar. Arm yes, yeah. no I got out of the armbar. They, they would just be yes. putting more pressure. Exactly. And so, so I, and they said, "Well, we we need you to sign this now. I mean, this is the momentum." And I said, "You guys, uh, it's already signed, but I'm not going to do it today. I just that's my own personal rule, and that is a rule I have, by the way. Mm-hmm. If I because I'm an idiot, I'll sign stuff. So." Um, they called the next day and said, "When are you coming?" I said, "You guys, I'm not going to sign. I'm not. I'm not going to do it." And I and I. Well, that was you the said it was already signed. Yeah, I did say <laughs> it was already signed mentally. I, I, I never went back after that. And um, did and I was. You like it crazy? was great to have that exit because that, <laughs> it was great to have that exit because by the way, I needed a way to get out of it because I, I was only on the lowest level. I was just taking some classes, right? But as you get as you get more into it, you start getting to more expensive levels and next thing you know you're working there and that's what that contract was like now you're sort of obligated to volunteer for just maybe five or ten hours a week and i knew people who did that and you don't get you know you're a volunteer but you get like maybe a couple cents an hour um it was it was just getting scary and um the the people i met in there were generally good people a lot of heavy chain smoker i mean it was there was so much cigarettes and coffee that it's like an AA meeting. A, w- a million times more than any kind of AA Why meeting you could ever is? imagine. Why so many cigarettes? Because um, they were super against any type of drug. Like aspirin was the worst thing you could ever have in your body apparently. Um, it does something to numb your thetan or your whatevers. Uh, but coffee, they you get to stay awake. Nobody likes to numb thetan. I mean this is – L. Ron Hubbard is a guy from the 70s. Coffee and cigarettes were not that bad in the uh, – <laughs> se- uh, coffee is not that bad now. But I mean – uh, but cigarettes, those were still kind of not that big a deal. So he didn't, he didn't have any bad rules about, about it. Yeah. So uh, people were uh, were super into, into that. Um, I met lots of nice people. I hope they I hope they're happy. I hope they're um, financially stable. <laughs> and uh, did, did I mention? Please stay away <laughs> from it at all times. Was there any orgies? No, no. There's no weird. By the way, that I've never heard of anything like that. No, that's it's not like that kind of cult. It's not like a Tom Cruise movie cult. Uh, But I'm sure there. I'm sure in the higher levels, I'm sure there's crazy shit that goes on. I mean, in every group Um, of people. The the guy. Oh my god! One time at a stand-up show, except for this one. This. (laughs) um, (laughs) Wait, wait. Damn it! What did did you say? I missed it. (laughs) 
I was no. I was just gonna say there was a window of opportunity there, and it has since closed. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get to fuck Jamie. The, the, the guy who wrote the movie Robin Hood Men in Tights uh-huh. uh, was asked to write another screenplay by some big higher up people at Scientology. You want to guess what that screenplay was that they asked him to write? Yes. Battle you guys. Super. Yes. Is that, that, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield. Aww. They asked the guy who wrote Robin Hood Men in Tights. They asked him to write Battlefield Earth. They're very similar movies. Yeah, they're so similar in genre. And um, he didn't want to do it, whatever, but or I forget what part in it he had. So he, uh, at a stand-up show, this little tiny place on, I want to say like Santa Monica and Vine, this little theater. I think it was a like a 20-seat little room with movie theater seats. And he told this whole story about that he was the only non-Scientologist to ever go onto the Sea Org, which is their big ship. Mm. I was so fascinated hearing his story about because he's like, oh, my God, no one's ever done this before. So he had some really interesting things to say about it. Um, and, you know, I guess apparently he wrote this. Ah, I, it's so ship long Melbourne? ago that I remember hearing this. What? No, he wrote ship. Battlefield Earth. He, we, oh. I, I don't know if he wrote. No, no. Elrond yeah, wrote Battlefield Earth. And no, then this the guy, play. they wanted him to drop to the screenplay. <clears throat> anyway, really interesting. That guy has some real stories. Um, I never went to those kind of high levels of stuff. you know. And, and by the way, they don't come after you. And I've written articles and published them out there uh, that, that are pretty not nice to Scientology. Um, and everyone said, hey, man, they're going to come after you. You see the comments on these things like, oh, you, your life is in danger. And you know what? Those are years ago. and they, No one ever came after me. And that's because I don't have that kind of money. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Look, they are a cult. That, they, they're an organization that kills you with uh, – they will not physically harm you, but they will kill you with lawyers if you're a bad enough uh, nuisance to them. I don't think I am. Like I said, I have good things to say about uh, some of their technology, even though I'll not recommend them. That they stole from other people. I will, but I will never recommend them to people. I'm sharing my experiences. I don't think that uh, that. So you're talking about like their their laptops and their Wi-Fi and that sort of thing, (laughs) right? Pagers. (laughs) Yes, pagers. Uh, All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. I'm glad you got away from them, Troy. Thank you very much. uh, We will be back in a moment with a segment on the show that we like to call "Parting Shots." Parting shots. We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. Our guest is Troy Conrad, former Scientologist. <laughs> so re- I want to re- be- Retired Scientologist. <laughs> I asked to be brought to the stage, by the way, as a retired Scientologist. And uh, former purveyor of comedy club tickets. Uh, that's right. Uh, this is a segment oh, of the show yeah. that I like to call Parting Shots. Let's start today. With Amber. All right. Uh, you were talking about music in the first segment. I don't even remember that far back. I currently live in an apartment with a record player. I've never oh, done nice. that before. You guys finally shacked up, huh? Yeah. And uh, Jeff will put on a record and while we make breakfast or something, or we'll just both be writing at night, and it's nice. How many records do you have? I don't have any. He's got a bunch. <laughs> I see. It's a quick parting shot, but that's my parting shot. It's nice. Again, it's not – I don't think I would ever in a million years have gone out and bought a record player, mm-hmm. but I do like it in my life. Can I recommend a record to get? Sure. The soundtrack to Dune. Okay. No, I don't know. Have you heard that? <laughs> that's just sound like I'm sure I have. Okay, I don't Sean remember. has. <laughs> that's it. Um, Next. <laughs> the Fremen. The Fremen. The Fremen are going to be uh, – they're going to control the spice. That's my uh, – The Fremen? 
I think that's what they were called in Dune, right? Oh, I don't even remember. Those dudes with blue eyes. Oh, yes. Um, the sandworms are coming. Uh, all right. I'll go next. And uh, I think we're going to do another podcast next week, right? And then we're going to take some time off. Then we're going to see what happens after that. We're going to decide what we want to do. We're talking about maybe reinventing ourselves a little bit. So here's my question to people who listen to this show. I would like to know from both of you. Uh, <laughs> um, we're right here. What? Uh, what kind of things would you like to see on the show or hear on the show or Taste touch on, on the, the show? show. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we, we've had a pretty standard format for five years, but maybe it's time to to put some shake it up twists in there. And uh, sorry, I shot it. Who who better who better to find out about that from than the people who are our loyal listeners? So both of you, please tweet at us, <laughs> write email on our us. Facebook page, email us, you, whatever if, the case. If you have any other mattress stores you want to, want, want, <laughs> yeah, mm. these guys do shows. In. Conflict of interest. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go next to Troy. Yeah. And, parting uh, shot. Parting shot? It's anything. Uh, anything? Yeah, we should have explained uh, that before. We we look, uh, <laughs> let me just give a quick uh, rundown. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Scientology bad. Yes. Water slides, good. Yes. Uh, landmark, you have to figure it out for yourself. Sure. And uh, pneumatic tubes. Cool. Mm -hmm. That was almost cool. that, the best um, thing. Hartman doing Frankenstein. The best thing about pneumatic <laughs> tubes. <I am> bad. <laughs> the best thing about pneumatic tubes, the silent P. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Pneumatic tubes. <laughs> uh, all right, Jamie, parting shots. I'm just going to kick it right back to you, Troy. <clears throat> yeah? All right. Everybody Spotify. You have nothing Spotify that? good. Oh, um, no. I didn't feel like I needed to. I think we're on a time crunch. And, scholarship's um, good. Scholarship's <laughs> good. Um, here's what, actually, here to check out. These sunglasses I came in through, came mm -hmm. in with. Yeah. They're your Yes and 2015 oh, officially sponsored. That, right? They gave me my goodie glasses. bag. Yeah. That's outstanding. You got a goodie bag? Yeah. And you were uh, scholarship? Yeah. Wow. It was a goodie and goodie goodie bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to keep doing that. I know. <laughs> Had a great um, time today. Thank you, Detroit. Um, is is there? I mean, you've uh, in your life, <laughs> Jamie just drifted away for a second. Did you catch that? Yeah, I felt like he went to Coney Island. He literally, Island. his head lolled over to the side, and he just went. Oh. <laughs> no, it was for no, one no, millisecond. If you want to know a peek into the old brain, I was trying. I was in Palm Springs yesterday. Like, was there anything else I saw that I could have shared that would have been in some way inspiring? Nothing. I mean, I saw a bunch of palm trees. Up, like, <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> Which I read, I mean, I didn't realize when I was saying that that I was ridiculous. Of course, shut up. We went you to a peek actual, inside like, the old brain. There's just a vast <laughs> emptiness in there. No, there was an ancient. It was like an ancient palm uh, forest, and whether they were like uh, hundreds of thousands of years old. And I got a nice top view. Went to the little gift shop. Everything was overpriced, um, but I did get a, a top view of the palm forest. A, a b above group view. Uh, uh, <laughs> Above the uh, above the the tree line, yeah. Above, above the, the tree, tree line. line, above the tree line. All right. Um, above the tree line. <laughs> write that down. That's what, is that Boy. the title of the, the uh, podcast? Maybe. We got some. Uh, I thought it was cactus on the coffee table. Or I thought it could man. be fuck Scientology just to see if they were. Oh, uh, no, don't, uh, please don't do that. Please don't. That. So that might attract negative um, attention. Featuring Click Troy bait. Conrad. <laughs> Clickbait, right? <laughs> <laughs> we need more yeah, clickbait. <laughs> Troy, yeah. you've um, experienced, um, I mean, Scientology, Landmark, you're a seeker. Baha'i, yes, fundamentalist What's Christian. What's Baha'i? 
No, another podcast, guys. That's it's, what, long... it's what you're trying to say so you can get to wherever you're going. Bye, bye. Bye, everybody. If you could uh, distill down um, a nugget of wisdom, some sort of guiding principle in your life that uh, has, has helped you, and I know you have a lot of them. Okay. Actually, uh, this one I sort of learned from the Baha'i faith, uh, which it's sort of an interpretation, which is uh, instead of the golden rule of do unto others as uh, you'd have them do to you, uh, I like uh, do unto others as you would have done to you if you were them. They sound like a confused group of people. Yeah. I actually, I don't even know what I just said, but I think if it's, you know, if you spend about a half an hour on it, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> Troy Conrad, thank you for being here. Breaking it all down. Bye. Um, Bye, everybody. Where can people find you on social media, Troy? Uh, people find me on Troy Conrad Twitter, at Setless Show on anything, or Prompter Talks, uh, all those things as one word at work. TroyConrad.net. At I don't Prompter really have Talks. A I just go to my at uh, Setlist. My Twitter, yeah. Just go to Twitter. At Troy Conrad. Just yeah, Troy Conrad. Um, folks, this has been the long shot. We are Bye. leaving now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I really have to. It was go. the easiest religion to leave. <laughs> Baha'i, Baha'i. <laughs> say the religion. For past and future episodes of the Longshot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com. dot com.